All right, do the intro. Do your fucking intro for this fucking podcast. Well, fuck you too. Thank you for welcoming us on your headphones. I'm Eddie. This is Fernando, the president and the founder of the rollback. That's horseshit. I'm literally you. the founder and the owner. Hey, hey, shut up. Hey, I want to welcome you. I will bleep you. My podcast that Eddie is, you know, kind of doing some stuff on. I feel bad for the kid, but you know what? I'm a generous person. I will cut all this. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking. All right. This is the rollback. And this is one of two reviews that we're going to be doing for Godzilla versus Kong. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> what's called? So fucking I've seen this movie as of as of recording three times. How many times have you seen it? Christ. Right? Uh, twice. <laughs> uh, only twice. Yeah. Oh, well, we saw it the first time together. Uh huh. So, were you excited? Like, like leading into this movie, were you like bullshit, like crazy excited for this, or no? Uh yeah. I mean, it, I think the excitement kind of died down a little bit because the movie got pushed back, and usually the when movies get pushed back excitement level drops um i mean i was excited to see it i guess the only thing i guess the only thing now it's just like all right so what's gonna happen next but overall just looking at it as the as a movie movie i mean i enjoyed it what's cool i know that um this movie got pushed back a bunch of times it got pushed back in november back to i think may then it mm-hmm. got pushed up to march and then it got pushed later to late march Yep. Uh, they kept fucking with the date. Um, this movie was, uh, as of right now, like this is the last movie that's going to happen in the MonsterVerse. They want to see how it does because Godzilla King of the Monsters kind of underwhelmed. It only made $250 million of profit. That's fucking weird that it's funny. It's funny to live in a world where, ah, fuck, this movie barely made $250 million. Granted, yes, I know, like it's a lot of, it's a lot of like, special effects uh things like that big name big name contracts but until i like travel back in time tell that to someone from the early 1900s they're like what (laughs) yeah i mean uh, people just expected more i guess but damn um so leading up to this movie it was really unclear like what the future really was going to hold for the monsterverse because the first godzilla made bank like it made over 600 mil King mm-hmm. Kong, I believe, made about the same number. Mm-hmm. The monsters kind of died down. So they were like, all right, let's see how Godzilla versus Kong does. Because bear in mind, Toho owns the rights. So, But it's funny because Kong Skull Island, it didn't even like, it never had like as big of a push as Godzilla. No, but he's like the American monster. You know what I mean? So like, maybe that's why he made so much money. Also, Samuel Jackson, Loki's in this. Captain Marvel was in it. Like, it just, it went all out. And it worked. It fucking worked. I mean, made bang. I loved it. I thought it was a badass take on uh, King Kong because there's never been another take on it. It's only just been the remix. The yeah, the movie being shot on Skull Island, and then the actress gets taken by King Kong, and then we go on from there. And this was the first movie that went completely opposite of that. Didn't even set in that time frame. Set in the seventies. Uh, near the end of the Vietnam War, they sent soldiers there, and it just delved into the entire monster verse of Skull Island. 
Yeah. Um, and it stayed the whole movie. It stayed on Skull Island, you know, uh, which, again, is the first time in almost 80 years that there's been like a wholly original take on King Kong because every other one has been a remake. Yep. And what's funny is like uh, that. Pe- well, the funniest part was how before Kong versus Godzilla came out or Godzilla versus Kong, whichever way it's supposed to go. Um, like one of the main headlines you're seeing, how is Kong as big as Godzilla? And it's like, well, if you would have fucking watched Kong Skull Island, they would have clearly mentioned that he was a teenager. Yeah, he was still growing. He was an adolescent. Um, which no one ever pays attention. Like how you didn't pay attention that Dr. Brooks from Kong Skull Island made an appearance in Godzilla 2. Hey, fair fucking enough. I wasn't paying attention to that. I I will fucking, I will catch that. Fair. Fucking fair. Um, Weird that he didn't make an appearance in this movie. I, you know, um, one some of the things, and I'll get more into deep criticisms later, but this movie was short. It was less than two hours long. But I think they learned uh, from uh, Godzilla 2014. You could debate whether it's good or bad. Because uh, the biggest criticism for Godzilla 2014 was the fact that it was just a, it was a tease the entire fucking movie. Because as soon as the fight was about to happen, it would cut away to American bullshit. Or um, or it would show it would just about to show the fight, and then it would show like a newscast of the fight. Oh yeah, yeah, and it would be like, oh well, this shit's going down or whatever. And then mm-hmm. it, you you cut to the kid like mommy dinosaur or whatever. No, yeah, and like, and then they made Godzilla two, or well, Kong Skull Island was the second one. Um. That one had pretty much, like, a decent amount of pacing. Uh, The action, like, when it happens, it fucking happens. Like, when they arrive on Skull Island and they start dropping the the charges to map out, like, the terrain. And then right away, Kong throws a fucking tree through a a helicopter. Um, And I say, I think from Godzilla... Onwards, they were like, "All right, we need to have more people want to see the monster fights." Yeah, I mean that's what you're paying money for. Like, hey, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the first Godzilla. I like how it was very restrained. I enjoyed the movie, but I'm not. I can't blame people for being like, "Oh, this is bullshit." I paid for monsters. Like, that was my response when we saw the the second uh, Hobbit movie. Remember, I walked out of the movie pissed because I was like, "I came, I paid to see a fucking dragon. I didn't see anything." Or I think it was the first one. No, we saw. Uh, oh no, I know. We saw the second one. No, we saw all three in theaters together. But uh, I no, think... not all together. Yeah, we saw nope. all three. I remember. Yeah, I went with you and Shu. We saw the Hobbit, uh, Smaug, or fucking that one, and then we saw the third one, the Battle of the Five Armies. I only saw those movies because I was with you. I didn't. I don't care for Lord of the Rings. I remember? saw the second one in theaters by myself. I clearly remember that. I think the only one that we saw together was the third one and maybe the first. That, I mean, maybe you saw multiple times then because... Nope. Are you sure? that When yep. the fuck did I ever watch it then? I don't know. I was fucking... All right, different memories. Anyway, uh, but do you remember though, I bitched in the first one that I paid money because I wanted to see the fucking dragon 
and I didn't get anything. It's like I understand you pay money to see the giant monster, Eddie, but you don't get the monster. As a DC fan, shouldn't you be used to not getting what you wanted? Yeah, pretty much. But uh, I, I can understand why people didn't like the 2014 Godzilla. So I, I get it. So again, more giant monsters. No, I don't think there's a real good argument for them not to like it. I and mean, it's still a good movie. Uh, nit, I mean, not nitpick, but a, a valid criticism is the lack of monster fights. Yeah. Well, also, I think uh, a valid criticism is Brian Cranston because, like, I wish they. Had oh yeah, they fucking more. they fucking teased Brian Cranston throughout the trailer like that he was gonna be like some big deal in the movie. And then he dies within like the first like what twenty minutes or like first the, half hour. Yeah, the first act of the movie, he's dead. Like it ends with his death. Um, yeah, so like that one, I think that's why they stopped using pretty much big name characters. I mean, who's the biggest name from uh, Kong Skull Island? Samuel Jackson, and he actually plays a pretty big role in the movie. I actually um, argue all three of them are big characters from Loki, Captain Marvel, and Nick Fury. I think all three of them are pretty big. But they haven't won as many awards as uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston's a revitalized actor for his work in Breaking Bad. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but what's called? No. Um, although, you know, upon a rewatch of the 2014 Godzilla, you know, a lot of people criticized uh, his son. Um, yeah, I, 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 I fucking I agree. His son was very muted in that movie, like very like contained his emotions, especially when his dad's dying right in front of him. Well, you have to remember his dad was out of his life, so he doesn't really have a relationship with him. So you can't really expect for him to break down crying when he doesn't even know who the guy is. <sighs> That's fair. It's just I don't know that that kind of didn't click for me. Also, like his interactions with his family, he always seemed a little too stoic, a little too contained. I mean, have you hung out with a person that that just got back from deployment? That's a fair point. I can't say I have. God damn it. So fucking, okay, so this, so Godzilla versus Kong Mm -hmm. fucking goes balls to the wall with all the monsters. We open on a giant monster in a containment field in Skull Island. Mm -hmm. We see Kong fully grown in his humble abode on Skull Island. Uh, And he's fucking, he's... Fully grown. He's got a beard going on, like a straight up, like he's got a gray beard going. He's scratching his butt, taking a little bit of a shower, going a little bit of a walk, and then he does the classic thing from Skull Island where he like rips the tree out, makes it into like a spear, yeah, and then just hikes it as hard as he can and destroys the corner. Yep. Um. Then we get the fucking title, which the title was epic. Like the fact that it was barely contained, I liked it. The one criticism I will give this movie right now, like out the gate, it's missing a lot of backstory because apparently something has happened. Like some sort of storm has taken over Skull Island, killed off the natives. Um, Godzilla has fought all the other Titans at the end of King of uh, King of the Monsters and beat them all. Um, Actually, no, I. I looked it up and it's not confirmed. The the director it's actually a, said, it's gonna come out in a comic by Legendary. Really, the director said that we didn't get into that because he didn't. That's weird. Okay, so I want to see that then. Yeah, it's gonna. I think it's called Godzilla Dominion. It's supposed to take place after King of the Monsters, where he fights all the the Titans after King of the Monsters. 
Shit. Well, they fucking bowed down. Why fucking keep killing them all? Damn. We we need more movies. Well, because I mean, granted, it was mostly no name monsters. The only one that was there that we really knew was Rodan and the Mudo. I mean, I wanted to see that Tusk guy in Godzilla go at it, or the giant spider. I think that would be entertaining. Eh. Eh. But uh, but yeah, like they kind of don't really delve into that. And they just show that in the opening sequence. Like they show like the the pictures of the Titans, and it, they just have the word "defeated" on them. Mm-hmm. And they kind of just blaze past that, uh, blaze past the fact that there's some sort of storm going on in Skull Island uh, that killed the natives. Because uh, they talk about it, because they say that that little girl was the last of the native group, and um, Kong saved her. Um, yeah, Kong kind of saved her in the they made the containment field. And that's when the doctor, um, God, do you remember her name? I just know it's played by Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall's character, she kind of takes over and uh, tries to insert herself in, you know, I'm going to raise this child as my own. Like, eh, adopts her. Fucking, let's just be real. She fucking adopts her. Well, it's Uh, also funny because Monarch doesn't turn into evil core. They just, I mean, it seems like they're kind of like a company just trying to do good. Monarch, yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're a branch of the of the government. Um, no, they, no, yeah. In Godzilla versus in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, the government's trying to take over Monarch, but they're not official group of the government. But they in Skull Island, they were fighting for government funding. Government funding, yes, but not for sure because in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, I don't know if you remember, but it starts off with a hearing. Where the government's trying to take over Monarch. Let's see. What the fuck is, is up with Jeez, Eddie. You love these movies more than I do. Let me see. Monarch Sciences. Declassified Super Species. Monsterverse. Like, I don't get all the technical little shit about that. Like, okay, they're just some government thing or whatever. So oh, wow, you really Science. don't care about these movies. I thought you were a fan. Wow. Got them settled. Legendary plans unite Godzilla fucking films TV. Ah, oh, fuck this. Uh, Whatever. They're fucking organization dealing with goddamn monsters. Fucking or fucking government Hall. thing. They're funded. Whatever. Any goddamn way. Rebecca Monarch Hall's is, character is uh Doctor Andrews. So Doctor Andrews is speaking to Kong. Uh, well, trying to communicate. Trying to stu- she studies him for about ten years. Um, I don't know how the fuck they fucked up the entire uh or the entire storm ecosystem of uh of skull island but they found a way to do it um, well they said that it just showed up it see i wish they would have said like something like fucking um the appearance of uh king Ghidorah like caused the storm or something i wish they had some kind of scientific reason or like a titan reason why mm-hmm. um but no anyway so they go forward and they're like we need to get him the hell out of here like we're like we can't contain him forever um and she even acknowledges like if he gets off this island, Godzilla will find him and he'll die. Which, which is weird because I don't know if you remember after Godzilla 2, there's that the whole like end sequence of the the first credit sequence. It just shows like Godzilla heading for Skull Island. Yeah, well, I mean, bear in mind they changed directors. Like maybe they maybe the King of the Monsters director had a story in mind. 
And like, you know, oh, hey, this kind of underperformed. Get the fuck off uh, this project. We're bringing in someone else. Mm, could be. Because like they have yet to have any repeat directors, even with a hit. Like maybe Adam Wingard will come back. Like He said he has he has ideas for more big monster movies if they're willing to bring him back. Which, I mean, according to this, like the box office and everything on Godzilla vs. Kong, in all likelihood, they might give him another chance to come back and make a sequel. I mean, to be fair, I don't think any director of any of these movies has done a bad job. So I think like any of them could get a shot at doing another movie. Um, yeah, well, also the contract with Toe. So one of the reasons why uh, leading into this movie, I was so sure Kong was going to win. Bear in mind, I was going for Godzilla. But uh, one reason why I thought Kong was going to win was one, it's he's called Kong, not King Kong. How do you become king? You got to, you know, beat the king. So I thought he was going to kill Godzilla. I also thought because Toho is going to move forward with more Godzilla movies after the success of Shin Godzilla, uh, they had rented it out. They had rented out Godzilla's name to Legendary and to Warner Brothers. So Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, between that and how much Legendary Warner Brothers Brothers have to pay to use the names of the other monsters, I thought for sure fucking Kong's going to kill Godzilla and Kong is going to lead the rest of the franchise, you know? No, I um, think they I think they had a uh, spoiler alert for fucking anyone who's listening. Uh Godzilla wins at the end. Um cuz goddamn right the atomic lizard wins. Um I think the only reason they had Godzilla win was because they wanted to keep using him. No, yeah, no, definitely so. Um in theory they could just end the end the whole series here. I hope they don't, but they could if they really wanted to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the whole beginning of the movie, like starting off with Kong and then you kind of see Godzilla completely out of character, just attacking, uh, the, the factory of Apex in Florida. I don't know if he's out of character, man. Like that was his whole thing back in like the early films is he was just a a destructive force of destruction. That's the old films, but in the new films, look at the 14 Godzilla Look at King of the Monsters. Like, this movie, he's straight-up aggressive. Well, yeah. Like, he, they even say, like, he's... Like, why, uh, Madison even brings it up, like, why would he do an intimidation display if there's no Titan around? He's sensing that something is up, which he does. Like, when the second they bring Mechagodzilla online and he goes offline, Godzilla, like, is in the middle of the ocean. He, like, turns his head and completely changes course for Japan the second Mechagodzilla turns off. Oh, no, I'm not saying it's, like, a bad thing. I'm just saying it was a different aspect that, as to what we've seen. Ah, okay, okay, I got you, I got you. Of Godzilla at this point, because, I mean, we saw him protective out the gate in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and then this one, he's straight out aggressive because he senses something. Yeah. Um, and then going forward from there, like, they, they have their first kind of, like, spat clash uh, in the ocean, um, Kong is restrained, and they're trying to transport him to a hollow Earth uh, opening in uh, in Alaska. Well, this is after uh, what's his face, uh, Doctor Nathan uh, uh, Alexander Skarsgård's character. After he gets told by the CEO of Apex that there's a power source in the hollow Earth, that the hollow Earth is real. And uh, he convinces Doctor Andrews to to get good uh, to get Kong 
uh, to go to the Hollow Earth. Which, in retrospect, why did they even need his help? Like, I, I know now, but like that's kind of a bad shit nuts plan. Well, I think they thought that they needed a uh, a Titan to do it. To get but, to it. I don't know. Maybe the portal opened because Kong went through first. But it seemed as what they said, because I remember they said Alexander Skarsgård's brother died trying to go through. But they said it was because the gravity crushed him. And I thought that would be fixed by those prototype ships that they went in. So, like, did they really need Kong? But I think it was more so they needed Kong to find that power source once they got into the Hollow Earth. Yeah, to find all that? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I mean, I doubt they would have found it without him, you know? Mm. Um, you had to put down the big axe or whatever. They didn't even have the means to do so. But uh, And did you notice that the axe was... Uh... It was a dorsal fin from a, a dead Godzilla. Yeah, and yeah, they took it out. They fucking took it out of a dead body of a giant Godzilla. Yeah, I didn't notice that at first. It wasn't until someone brought it up. Oh yeah, um, I didn't notice that at first when we first watched it that the dorsal fin was a Godzilla, um, uh, dorsal fin, the axe. But it makes sense upon rewatching because how else is that thing going to absorb uh, an atomic breath? Yeah, how else is it going to absorb it and you know fire it back? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you notice when he takes it out of the out of the skull when he first gets it, that Godzilla is huge. Hold on, hold on. Here, we are kind of glazing over the fucking battle. That's true. That's what, okay. So if the first fight round one is at sea, um, uh-huh. and I love the fact that the military is trying to keep Godzilla off him, but Godzilla's just not fucking having any of it. Like uh-huh. he, he's not normally that aggressive, but the humans are gonna get in his way of getting to the alpha. He'll fucking tear right through them like nothing, like butter. Um, oh yeah, he did. He like tail swiped some planes. He took down like three ships with just his tail alone and dragged one of them. And uh, he tried mm-hmm. he tried to drown Kong at one point, which I'm like, you know what? Fucking good for you. You're in your element. Why not? Saltwater crocs do that. Why shouldn't you? I mean, I guess. Granted, I guess, like, you're taking your strengths and you're using them to your advantage, especially in a death match. Um, but, hey, Kong still lived. And yeah. then once they got more on a more neutral ground, things changed. I mean, guy, he had to play dead, though, man. Like, remember, it was cool watching them fight for the first time. He did manage to force Godzilla off the I don't even think he was playing carrier. dead, though. I think he was just legit just tired. Oh, little baby's tired. Let me go bring him down to the fucking water and drown him some more. Hey, hold on. Let me go drown you real quick, and let me see if you're not tired. Hey, man. Hey, it's about to the fucking death, all right? Godzilla versus Kong. Godzilla tried to drown him. He's tired. Oh, that's adorable. I'm gonna hey, don't be to talking all tough when you get huffy and puffy after doing a little bit of running. Hey, man. It ain't me that was getting drowned, all right? It was King Kong. Fucking sounds Kong. Like, your boy. Sounds the guy like you a lot picked. of excuses over there. <laughs> Fucking English major. Can't even speak English. No, not very well. I'm out of practice. Okay, so... So, yeah. Uh, right, so, they go at it on the aircraft carrier. Uh, after some help from the humans uh, blowing up some death charges, 
and getting Godzilla to lay off of Kong. And that's a repeated thing, though. Like, throughout this movie, the humans try to get, like, Godzilla to fuck off of Kong, like, more than once. Um, and then, so, I, it's, it's you can't argue it. Like, round one goes to Godzilla. At one point, they're so desperate, they actually turn off the engines. They turn everything off. That way they can play dead and Godzilla will leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward a bit to the to the Hollow Earth. By the way, did, did you get annoyed by all of eleven scenes? Like a little bit at least. Uh not really. I mean, she's a good actress. But I feel it's like more, she didn't really it's add less annoying though. than the fucking her annoying mom from Godzilla Two that wanted a kick in the face. But, like, did you notice, though, that, like, she... Most of her scenes weren't necess- not necessary? Uh, yeah. I mean, but there was two teams going on at the same time, so you kind of had to have them. There was Team Kong, which was with Dr. Andrews, Rebecca Hall, and Skarsgård. And then there was Team Godzilla with uh, uh, Millie Bobby Brown, uh the the black dude and the kid from Deadpool too. You're not wrong. Also, yeah, I was the fucking kid from Deadpool too. I forgot about that. Jesus. Um, ah, he was fine. Um, so they, we get to remind me. Does Mecha guys little scenes? Do they happen before or after Hollow Earth? I think before, right? Um, I want to say the test scene. Where uh, they take out the skull crawler is before Hollow Earth or during Hollow Earth? Um, I think it's during. I want to say because remember they're like, oh, we don't have like it's down to only forty percent power, and it's like, well, once we have the sample from the center Earth, which I don't think that's how it works, uh, we'll be able to get up to one hundred percent. Yeah, I think it was during then. That makes sense. Um. So we jump forward, and again, did you really care about any of these human characters, like, a lot? Like, I only kind of gave a damn about Rebecca Hall's character and then the, the little girl that was able to communicate with Kong. I mean, it's not even so much that I care about the characters. It's just that they move the story forward, so I'm perfectly fine with it. I don't, know, I don't see why people put so much emphasis on the human characters, whether it's to like them or hate them. It's just like, why don't you just look at them as set pieces to keep the movie moving. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I mean, we need a story. But, you know, it was funny. The uh, the creator of Godzilla King of the Monsters actually straight up said he wants to make uh, a Godzilla movie with just monsters, no human characters whatsoever. Like, we just watched them out in the wild. I mean, hopefully that will work. But you also have to think, is the general audience, the main audience, going to associate themselves with the movie or are they going to get annoyed like okay it's just monsters fighting I can't relate to this at all I mean honestly I think I'd rather see uh, I think if it was animated I think it would be fine Mm, yeah Uh, the only thing like I don't know this movie I love it Uh, I love the movie Um, I just think like maybe they could have had a little bit longer runtime especially for such a big mashup movie as Godzilla versus Kong uh but i mean for the hour and 53 minutes 
it it ran well. You know, I wish I think this movie could have gone longer, and some of that could have gone towards um, maybe making the human characters matter a little more. I would like to have seen them going to. So the the pilot that pilots Mechagodzilla, that's Akira Tozawa's uh, son from mm. the from the first two Godzilla movies. Like mm. I, I wish they would have gotten to him and why he's like all against like we need to kill these these Titans. Like yeah, they kind of glaze over him, and unless you're a fan of the movies, you won't really pick on who this person is. Um, and yeah, they kind of should have just if they. But I guess that lends itself to the to the theory, or not theory, but the mindset of these main character, these people characters don't matter, so they're not even paying attention. I mean, I'd argue probably Kira Tosawa's character was the only one that people really gave a shit about. Like, I think he had a lot of uh, gravity to the first two. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. him, but like it, the first two, yeah. Um, and then also, I think they could have added a little more time to uh, to go over Kong's story a little bit. Or maybe the backstory. Like, imagine a flashback. I think even you mentioned it. Like, a flashback scene of the Godzillas and the Kongs going to war. Or, like, uh, even, oh, like, just, like, cave paintings. Like, that's a, that's a money shot right there. If they would have done a flashback scene, whether it be for, like, five minutes or even just, like, a minute of... Godzilla of a Godzilla race fighting Kong race that would have been money right there that would have been the money shot I mean like imagine like and I would have even taken it like shitty cave paintings or like uh like uh paintings but like they're fighting like you know what I mean like CGI like that like animation I would have even taken something like that like just to show the war that happened or whatever mm-hmm. um they could have shown Kong like going over cave paintings and stuff but uh, I guess not um what else man that is such a missed opportunity imagine all the different like designs of godzillas and kongs you could have done yeah it, it would have been an interesting like development um seeing different kongs seeing different godzillas um but hey i mean i guess now we'll just never know uh, oh who knows maybe they'll make the maybe they'll finally make that uh all Godzilla movie. Like, again, I would pay money to see that, but not everyone would understand. Um, so then we jump forward into round two in, uh, in Tokyo after Godzilla somehow manages to blast to the center of the earth, call Kong and say, come, come down here and fight me a little bitch. Yeah. That was a little weird. Cause it's like Kong set off a switch that, uh, that somehow just like signaled Godzilla, like, Oh shit, the king has arrived cuz I mean, it wasn't until Kong sat on the throne of his old kingdom that Godzilla figured out like, "Oh, Kong is at the center, is at the hollow earth." Yeah. And uh he yeah, I actually no, I think it's when he actually lays down the axe, no? When he lays down the axe and it gets powered up and that's when Godzilla's like, "Oh, I know where this motherfucker is." And blasts yeah. into the center of the world. Center of the planet. Uh, it's weird that Godzilla never like once went there. Like he used the tunnels. Yeah. Like they but, mentioned the Hollow Earth and King of the Monsters that that's how Godzilla was getting around. But well, they he never use he never goes there. Well, like they mentioned, like we even see Atlantis at one point where they used to worship Godzilla. Like they, he has his own like palace and stuff there. 
but that was a sunken civilization. It wasn't necessarily a um, a underground oh, temple. It was true. just a, it was just a sunken civilization. So we never really see the tunnels. Not even in Kong Skull Island where they mention them at in the at the beginning. That's true. Also, they fucking blow it up, so we can't even go back and revisit it. Like they blow up his goddamn house. Well, I mean, it was to bring him back to life. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, huh? Why the fuck didn't they go to Tokyo? Why the because fuck were they, they in Hong Kong? Because that's where the Apex facility was. No, but like on the story, on the story from a story standpoint, like Godzilla fucks up Tokyo like every goddamn time he goes to Japan. He goes to I know Hong Kong's in China. I know. But uh, typically when they're like, if that's Godzilla's stomping ground, why not just have the final fight there in Tokyo instead of Japan? Probably because we make most of our money from movies in China, not Japan. I guess. God damn it, Godzilla. Okay. Oh, maybe that was a Toho thing. I don't know. Anyway, uh, they have their battle there in Hong Kong. and um... Kong wins round two. He, but, like, what did you like about the battle? Like, I love the fact that Kong was using the building stays advantage, like, just dodging everywhere. Yeah, because you got to see Kong. Because what they never really say in Skull Island, what you kind of see is, like, Kong isn't just a mindless monster. Like, he thinks of, like, how to win. Strategy. Yeah. And in this one, you finally see him refine those skills after growing up so much. And he's able to, like, take it to Godzilla, not in a brute force strength, but, like, in a, a strategic way. Well, I mean, he does I, – I don't know if it's fair to say guys, Kong had the strength advantage throughout the whole film, but – No, he, he doesn't. Godzilla he, is clearly far stronger than him. But uh, he, like – I'm not saying, I'm not saying Kong force. isn't strong, mm-hmm. but uh, Godzilla is clearly stronger than him, so he has to use more strategy as to beat him. Yeah, um, I love how he uses the buildings. He's just running around. He even used the axe at a few different points to try and uh, get him close. He man, he does manage to get a to cut Godzilla in the leg. He manages to slow him down for a bit. Yeah, he he starts getting at him pretty pretty good at the beginning of the fight. Um, there's even a callback to like uh, there's a famous scene from the first Godzilla versus Kong where Kong shoves a tree into Godzilla's mouth into down his throat, uh, and in this one he does it with the fucking axe to shut Godzilla up before he can blast him. Yeah, uh, Kong, I think that's why a lot of people like him, is that they can relate to him, even though he's a giant monkey. Um, But, I mean, for the most part, you can kind of relate to him because you're just like, oh, shit, like, he's not just a mindless monster. Yeah. Uh, What's called? That happens. Uh, Kong, at the the climax of of round two, Kong uses the axe to kind of knock out Godzilla. He's able to absorb the energy and blast him. And they both go backwards, but Godzilla's the one that kind of goes through a building and gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the only time I can ever remember Godzilla getting knocked out in any of these movies, uh, with the exception of the Oxygen Destroyer. Honestly, yeah, like, uh, yeah, Godzilla, the only time he's ever been knocked down was with the Oxygen Bomb and king of the monsters and then at the end of godzilla 2014 after he was just exhausted after beating the mudos yeah 
Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So it takes it takes a while for him to to, to like collapse, but uh, Kong manages to pull one out. So round two goes to Kong. But uh, but this is the UFC motherfucker. We got three rounds in this. The yeah, the third round. I mean, we got to see Godzilla win ultimately. Um, but. I to say it was like a one-sided affair. I don't think that'd be the case. I think they gave each character the respect that they deserved. Yeah, I agree with you there. But like um, the viciousness, the way that Godzilla fought uh, Kong in round three, I've never seen him be that vicious again in any of the other films, including the one where he fought a giant alien titan. Like he. He's crawling around like a like a like a predator trying to to get a hold of Kong. At one point, he grabs him by the he manages to bite uh, Kong's shoulder and just drags him through a bunch of buildings, throws him, and Kong's shoulder like gets dislocated. I mean, I would think it's fair to say that Kong was more of an apex predator than Ghidorah for the simple fact that his brain was so developed. Yeah, he was smarter. He could use weapons. Yeah, so, like, while Godzilla was fighting Ghidorah, um, he ended up beating him solely because he was juiced up on uh, Godzilla roids. Yeah, Mothroids. No, and the the atomic bomb. No, but didn't uh, didn't Mothra, like, give him her life force, or am I imagining that? Oh, that's a different Godzilla movie. Oh, no, an, an extra life force, yeah, for sure. Uh, but even even though uh, that the scientists even said like the atomic bomb that they used on Godzilla to wake him up, juiced him up to the gills to the point that he was excreting all the extra radiation as a blast. Oh, that's true. His uh, his atomic was like a pulse, I think. Yeah, like he was going overload on on radiation and melting buildings walking towards Ghidorah. Yeah. God, that was like, a good scene, but that was... Like, was Ghidorah okay. was strong, don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, he was as much of a brute animal as Godzilla. Yeah. Um, And then in this, you know, in this round three, uh, Godzilla, he's even, like, carving at Skunk's chest as Skunk is trying to crawl away and get away from him and put some distance between him and Godzilla. And Godzilla finally manages to step on him and pins him. And Kong is still trying to fight, but Godzilla, like, you know steps on him, crunches him down, and it, it's a, it's not, Kong doesn't tap out. It's a TKO, I would say. Yeah, because Kong never really, uh, Kong never bows to him at all. Yeah. Uh, he growls back at him, and then he just kind of knocks out. Yeah, and he tries to stand up, but it, he can't. Like, he, he's done. Like, Godzilla. Yeah, like, he's, he's just out for the count, but he never bows to him. Yeah, it's it's a respectable loss though. I respect Kong, uh, and I was so so happy when he when he went he just went down and he was not getting up. I was so fucking happy. God, I was so happy when that happened because I, really, I really we thought... get the coup de, we get the coup de gras. Um, mm-hmm. We get the big the shocker as even though it wasn't really a shocker of uh, uh, Mechagodzilla making an appearance in this movie. Um, yeah, and he just wrecks the ever-living shit out of Godzilla. Yeah, if Kong didn't wake up and help out Godzilla, Mega Godzilla would have fucking killed him. 
He would have. No, for real. He would have because he had speed, power, strength. He was able to match and outpower Godzilla's atomic breath. Like, there's there's no version of a one-on-one fight. Anyone could have beat Mecha Godzilla. Maybe juiced up Atomic Godzilla, maybe, but that's about it. Yeah, because, I mean, when Godzilla's about to get got, uh, Mecha Godzilla's about to open up his mouth like how Godzilla did to the Mudo and then fucking blast him down his throat. And then here comes uh, King Kong fucking off the top rope and then opens up his mouth and, like, gets him to stop doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, real quick, I want to say something. I got offended at that part, like, internally. I got angry when Mechagodzilla was about to open Godzilla's mouth and blast him. Like, internally, I was just like, get your fucking hands off him. I, I don't know. It, it felt like... Um, Not like an overprotective girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because uh, it's like... I grew up with this character, Don't right? Like, touch my man. <laughs> Don't you fucking touch him. I'll fuck you up. I'm gonna keep this. I'm gonna keep this part. But yeah. no, man. It's like, uh, cause growing up, man, like I loved Godzilla. I always watched those cheesy '60s, '70s movies. Fucking, we watched them on a road trip when our families went to Disney World. Remember? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Um, and I think I was as invested. I think I'm as invested in Godzilla. As, like, you might be with, like, Iron Man. Like, I remember, like, you were emotionally invested in him, especially, like, in Endgame, you know, when everything went down. Like, you know, the, the character connects with you. Yeah. Uh, and You grow up on this character, and you, like, seeing this character develop throughout movies, yeah, you grow up on him. Yeah. Uh, and this is my guys. Like, I grew up, I never had any versions that I watched, you know, develop in uh in series like for the most part like the series has been dormant you know i thought you were gonna say uh i never had any friends and i thought we were just gonna get real dark with it oh no we can get dark if you want man no it's fine we don't need to make the the listeners as sad as they already are oh see there see there you go now you're thinking the listeners um i mean i wasn't singling out the asian world as them all being the same so okay. that, I said I was mistaken, and I admit my mistake any sure. fucking way. Um, yeah, man, like when Mechagodzilla had his hands on Godzilla, he was again, I thought he was about to kill him because I thought, oh, this is how they're gonna kill him off. Um, and yeah, fucking Kong just comes off the top rope and saves his ass, and then they have to team up against him. And I like, I just I fucking love that the fact that it well, took Godzilla and Kong. to the, the, the team, the team up. I wasn't a big fan of Mechagodzilla's design. I thought he was too thin. I, I thought he needed a sandwich. A little, a little thin, a little wonky. Like I think, like where the CGI, the CGI worked throughout this movie. I think the only time the CGI lacked was when Mechagodzilla was moving. Really, you don't like it that much? Like I don't know when he runs and all that shit. Like that's where I'm just like, you can kind of see the chinks in the armor. That's fair. That's fair, I guess. And you could chalk it up to like, oh, well, it's a, it's a monster, it's a robotic monster, so obviously like the, the CGI is not gonna be all that great. So yeah, you could chalk it up to that. But yeah, like, I, I noticed, I noticed on those parts, that's when it just got a little wonky. Um, granted, I mean, he looks better than the 1960s, 1970s Toho version, but. 
I mean, for the most part, I was just like, I felt like they could have done a little bit better on the design. But overall, I like that Mecha Godzilla was about to fucking straight up merc Godzilla. Yeah. Um, and again, it was a one sided ass whooping. Um, Mecha Godzilla, he, at the very least, he was, he was a legitimate threat. Like, mm-hmm. he was an overwhelming powerhouse. He was fresh also. Like, Kong Godzilla just beat the shit out of each other. Um, for seemingly over a night, like you saw, it went from day to, from night to day, mm-hmm. um, and they're exhausted. And Godzilla just sees uh, Mecha Godzilla coming, and he charges him, just straight up sprints at him, and Mecha Godzilla just fucks him up from the first elbow to the face. Yeah, and um, then they do that atomic blast, where Mecha Godzilla's atomic blast clearly outnumbers uh, Godzilla's, and just takes that over and knocks his ass out. And he's at one point he's like ramming him into like three buildings, and Godzilla isn't even putting up a fight at this point. He's just taking a beating the whole time. Um, yeah, he beats the fuck out of him. Yeah, I mean, he is durable if anything else. <laughs> it was nice to see Kong get that little redemption, uh, like when the little girl tells him, like uh, Godzilla is a friend, not a not, not an enemy. enemy. And you see Kong do what Kong does because. Whether you like it or not, Kong and Godzilla are not the same. They both have very different fighting styles. Kong is obviously more human-like and has a more agile way of fighting. So seeing Kong jump off the top rope and just like straight up go after uh, Mecha Godzilla was great to see. Yeah. Um, what's it called he? Like these two, they when they rush Mechagodzilla, you see them each trying to use their strengths to beat him. Um, at one point, Kong is t- trying to hold off uh, King, uh, Mechagodzilla with both hands, nearly mm-hmm. killed. He's holding his axe, and Godzilla has the wherewithal to supercharge it that way, you know, to get him an opening. Mm-hmm. Um, I this kind of reminds me of uh, just a little bit. Do you remember Hobbs and Shaw? Where like yeah. if like we like we can't touch him, but if one of us gets hit, the other one can lay can like get him, you know? Like, yeah. I'll I'll take a punch for you. You take a punch for me. Deal, deal. And they kind of that's kind of the strategy that they use. Which I mean, it fucking works. And it was entertaining as all hell. Oh yeah, for sure. Like they realize like oh like we we can't beat him with our individual styles, but with our joint style we can fuck him up. Yeah. Which, fucking fair enough, man. Fair goddamn enough. And you got to see Kong use that juiced-up axe with the with the Godzilla uh, dorsal fin and fuck up Mechagodzilla and cut him up into pieces. Yeah. Uh, and it's such a... He is able to, to, to kind of save some face there um, in killing Mechagodzilla. And then after they kill Mechagodzilla... I think the movie ends within like what, maybe seven minutes, six minutes. Mm-hmm. The movie just wraps up. I think up the only like thing that. I didn't understand was you remember that one scene where they're trying, where the Godzilla team is trying to fuck up Mega Godzilla, and they just can't figure it out, and they end up locking themselves out of the 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 mainframe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he pours like the the black dude's uh, liquor into the computer and that somehow fucks up Mega Godzilla. Yeah, just for a second, but yeah, it gives him an opening. 
It well, it fucks up the tail. I never understood how that worked. I think that was like one of the only things that I was just like that just doesn't make sense. I thought that was a little cheap. Uh, you're not wrong. I don't remember how it fucked up the tail. I just remember he like glitched for like a second. Yeah, yeah, because I'm I'm watching the, I'm rewatching that scene right now, and yeah, it just doesn't make sense, and that pretty much just leads to the Godzilla, the Mecha Godzilla getting fucked up, and then King Kong just straight up marking him with the axe. Well, I also love the fact that uh, Mecha Godzilla was actually the main antagonist here. I completely expected them for, to go for Mecha King Ghidorah. Yeah, I mean that could have made sense. Because um, I mean there is Mecha, Mecha uh, King Ghidorah, and they had that head that we saw get sold to somebody, or it got sold to Shaw. At the end of uh, King Kong, I mean not King Kong, of uh, Godzilla Two. Yeah, um, and it's weird that Shaw wasn't even there. Yeah, they kind of just abandoned that character, which is weird because he obviously had to have something to do with it, because he obviously sold that head to Apex uh, uh, Industries. Yeah, um, but I wish he had been involved in this though. Like, okay, like let's take the bad guy from before. Make him even better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, one character that just took a real fucking backseat to this movie was the dad of Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, yeah. I think he was in the movie for maybe a minute, if that long. Dude, he was like the main thing in Godzilla 2. And in this movie, he just takes the biggest backseat in the fucking movie. Yeah. Um... Going forward, I don't know how what happens next. This is the only movie universe I really don't know what's gonna happen next. Uh, for Marvel, like it, it was different. It was a different situation because obviously Marvel ended up buying uh, Fox, and so they they ended up with all these new properties that they could include into their into their ever growing universe. Um, like, this is the only universe that I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know where this goes. But um, uh, when, I don't know. What would you want to see happen in uh, in the expanding universe? Or would you want to see a crossover or something? I want them to do some more individual monster movies. Like, I want to see Kong Returns. Eventually see Godzilla 3 or 4 or 5. However, like, I will take all the Godzillas that they'll fucking make. Maybe Mothra gets her own movie because there's supposed to be two of her. Um, they can also go way fucking back and pull out like uh Gigan, like as an enemy, they can pull out Destroya, they can pull out Orga. the what? Orga. Orga, yeah. Uh if they can get the rights to uh what's the what's the turtle? Hell, they could even bring back the nineteen ninety-eight Godzilla. Just that, get fucked up. That Toho did in Godzilla Final Wars. Yeah, they could bring him back and fuck him up. Imagine bring, uh, bring him the... back as Zilla. Yeah, imagine shit or Griffin. You never know. They I could mean, they could bring back that for monster. Me, the only logical crossover I could see happening is Pacific Rim. I fucking knew you were gonna say that. I had a god. I knew you were gonna say but that. But not Pacific Rim Uprising with. Uh, with uh, John Boyega and Clint Eastwood's kid, Scott Eastwood. Yeah. I'm talking fucking Charlie Hunnam Pacific Rim. 
What like aren't they connected? Oh yeah, but they never really say what happens to Charlie Hunnam's character in the second one. Um, but yeah, the only way I see this working is if Charlie Hunnam comes back. Well, um, like they they could also do like a Varen movie. They could do Mothra. They could do Rodan. Like they have options. Because in all honesty, Pacific Rim is probably one of the biggest sleeper movies ever. Because Pacific Rim, the first one, amazing. It is fucking amazing. I love that movie. Great monster fun, great robot action, perfect. The second one, the second one is basically a clone of Independence Day Resurgence. We're like there are aliens they coming, I think. Huh? They're aliens, right? I think. No, like it's legit the same plot, except they didn't wait twenty years to do it. That's not terrible. Exactly, um, but. Yeah, like the only crossover I could see is Pacific Rim, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. We've talked a lot about, you know, all the fight scenes and some of the human characters and overall. Yep. Um, final thoughts, you know, what are your final thoughts on this movie? The final thoughts on this movie, um, it didn't disappoint. I mean, I think the biggest thing that this movie could have done is disappoint because it got pushed back so many fucking times. And like the only... It's kind of like the Snyder Cut. Like, the only way this movie could have gone is either good or bad. And it went good. Um, they didn't really fuck it up. Uh, I think they learned from Godzilla 2014. Like, all right. Like, yeah, we need to have human characters in. But the main focus should and always will be the monsters. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely agree with that. There was no shortage of, of, uh, creatures in this. I thought like the inclusion of monster fights, uh, especially with a monster like Kong, you're able to include that human element, even if it wasn't with a human. That's true. Actually, I didn't think about that, but yeah, you're right. They were able to kind of get uh, Kong in there a little more. And you, what was your final thoughts on this movie? Even though I know that you kind of. You had an accident in your pantaloons. I fuck you. I just I love this movie. I enjoyed every aspect of it. Just because again, it's a it's a movie I used to recreate when I was a kid with my toys. You know. Hey, you love this movie, but did you fucking love it? I fucking love this movie. It's a plus easily. Like that, that's not even a question. It was an A plus for me. Um, definitely rewatchable, which I think might be the one of the most important things. Um. Is it I, worth getting in your in your Blu-ray collection? Uh, I sure. If you have Blu-rays, yeah, I would. I uh, mean, I think that's the ultimate test of a movie, because now that everything's so digitally accessible, are you worth? Is it worth buying on the hard disc? Oh, if, okay. In that context, then yes, yes, I would say it's definitely worth uh worth owning on a owning a physical copy. Because I mean, copy. I have Godzilla 2014 on Blu-ray. And they finally released it on 4K, and I bought it on 4K on hard disk, not digital. Um, what's it called? Did they had they released King of the Monsters yet on 4K? It was released on 4K on the first day. It's just that with older movies, I think like pre 2015, pre 2016, they weren't automatically released in 4K. They were released in uh blu-ray and i believe 3d blu-ray because uh i think i still have some of the marvel movies 
that the highest quality they were going up to was 3D Blu-ray. I think I want to say that was starting with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I want to say that one was the one that started to go into 4K. I believe, I mean, didn't Guardians of the Galaxy come out in like 2017? Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. That, can, that can make sense. Yeah, even, the, the uh, even Batman vs Superman didn't come out in 4K right away. Shit, I didn't see that. That I didn't even know. Oh yeah, I love Blu-rays. Uh, I know these things. Fair. All right, so I think that's gonna wrap it up for today. Yeah, um, I'd say this movie is. If you loved uh, Godzilla 2014, if you loved Kong Skull Island, if you love Godzilla King of the Monsters, you're going to love this movie. Like You obviously like monster movies. You like movies that you don't really have to think too much, that you just want to turn your brain off and see a good monster movie. You're going to end up liking it. Uh, give it a four out of five stars. Uh, Roger Ebert, you can go suck my dick in your fucking grave, you fat piece of shit. Jesus, Fernie, the man is dead. Oh, hey, fuck him. Remember, this is the same guy I thought uh, Godfather 2 wasn't that good. What? Yeah. Wow, okay. His original review on Godfather 2, and you can tell that dude to go suck your dick from the grave. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to go that far, but okay. Okay, I understand. I understand now. Uh, If you're listening to us on YouTube, like and subscribe, other content, media, whatever, please subscribe. We'd greatly appreciate it. We have a link tree below with all of our links below to our YouTube, to our Patreon, to our OnlyFans, to Eddie's OnlyFans, where he sells feet. And we also have our link to our main page, therollback.net, where we have our written reviews. I'm cutting most of that. God damn it, Fernie. <laughs> Ugh, you make my job harder. <laughs>